Blog Talk Radio. Sometimes your thoughts will come and go. Try to clear your mind, but confusion won't let you know that deep inside there's a sacred place where all uncertainty can be raised. I never learned to know myself, and I was afraid. Right now I need to heal myself. Well, just like a bruised that runs so deep. I spent my life just being asleep. It takes enlightenment to know that what you learn is toxic. It takes enlightenment to know that you can learn toxicity. Good afternoon, and welcome to the Powers of Mind Enlightenism Spiritual Freedom Broadcast. I am Carolyn Kelly. Enlightenment teacher and consciousness practitioner. And I will lead you in our guided meditation today. And one of the verses that the song has in its very short caption where it says, learning to know yourself. And that's what enlightenism is all about. Not learning to know someone else, but learning to know yourself. So through our affirmations and meditations and the philosophy of Enlightenism, it is the intent to bring you closer to the self and recognizing what you have within and understanding that you were born whole, perfect, and complete, that you're born self-reliant. And so our meditations and affirmations move you in that direction so that you begin to think there's a new way to think and a new way to live. So I ask you now, all of you that can, to close your eyes very softly and begin breathing in and out in a very slow and calming manner as I read the Enlightenism Insightful Meditation taken from the book Enlightenism. And as you breathe, breathe in the words, hear them and understand that they change the consciousness of how you think and live. I am greater than the I that I created. I affirm in this day that I awaken with the knowledge that I am whole, perfect, and complete. 
I have the greater power of enlightenism within me. This power is all I need to overcome what others taught me about who I am. Regardless of what I encounter in this day, I remain resolute that nothing changes my awareness of having the greater power of enlightenism within me. Every event and situation are merely interpretation from my awareness of being. And as long as I am aware of being the greater power, I shall perceive myself greater than the condition in my life. I command myself in this day to work only on expressing the greater power of enlightenism in all of my actions. I affirm that the greater power of enlightenism is my awareness of being whole, perfect, and complete. I affirm that before I enter into a temporal state of sleep, that my thoughts will be fully focused on the greater power of enlightenism within me. I end my day by accepting that I am the greater power. I ask now that you take a deep, full breath and let it out very slowly as you open your eyes and come back to the broadcast. Before Brother Malcolm comes to speak, I will leave with you the insight of the Enlightenism motto We don't use enlightenism to define God outside of us. We use enlightenism to define the power of God within. And now I give you author, philosopher, prophet, and creator of enlightenism, Brother Malcolm. Thank you so much, Sister Carolyn. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful meditation. Yeah. He has brought me alive. I feel the energy of the words, the power of the words, and the force of the words. Yeah. So I'm feeling it all. That's the I intention. Know. Huh? Yeah. That's the intention. Well, I know that there's a power in us that's great than the one we have developed in the social construct mindset. And that makes me happy to know that there is a way out of this mess that we were born (laughs) in. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. That we believe that we're born into and can't get out of, and the answer is with enlightenment, yes, you can. Yes, we can get out of this, folks, if you want to. Mm -hmm. But you have to have a strong desire, and that's what this broadcast is about. Have a strong desire to free your mind of toxicity. Absolutely. You know, sometimes I want everyone to get this information and get it very quickly. And then I realized that you have to earn uh, your power and clarity. You have to earn You have to be willing to work on it every day, folks, every day. So, yes, every, every moment. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Wonderful insight. You're welcome. Sometimes you're quite welcome. Sometimes when I, I'm listening to the meditations and I'm doing the transition with uh, Sister Carol into the broadcast, I, I feel uh, I feel joyful in knowing there is a way out of this pain and suffering. And all week I am talking about the way overcoming the trauma in you. Overcoming the trauma of generation toxicity. That's where trauma originated with many of us. It's not good or bad to think of yourself by race and color. What it is, is limiting. It limits your ability to perceive yourself the way you really are without a label. And a label that is an illusion created by someone else to place you in a category, in a place. But I created a lot of traumas. We forget how easy it is to forget, as Brother Howard Thurman said. But we really don't want to know about trauma. See, we don't want to know that trauma was passed on to us by others, society and so forth. And then we bought into a way of life and keep the trauma with us. So you don't need any special training or anything to overcome trauma. Because I know many want to know where do we go to treat trauma? Where do we go for healing? Where do we go to heal our minds of generation toxicity. Where do we go? Well, you go to the doctor in you, the power in you. I know this seems like it's far-fetched and it's impossible. But you can come to the, the recognition and acceptance that there's a greater power within you, then you can't do anything except live in a world of toxicity, to shape your mind the way others want you to shape it. You can learn a lot about philosophy and psychology and throw out all types of words that you believe will enhance your awareness of being a free person. But in the final analysis, you realize that the trauma is still there because it's never been treated. You know, when you think about it, I'm chuckling because you never hear about trauma being 
a crisis. <laughs> you have all kinds of crises. People talk about, some people talk about crime, uh, racism, injustices in the system we live in. Now, we talk about all of those that we have a, pl- a plan to fix them. But I have never heard anyone say, in the the ones that make the laws and supposedly can change things, I've never heard them say, we have a crisis of trauma that's impacting a lot of people, particularly those people who had information passed on to them by others who have been severely limited and impacted by the trauma. Never heard of one, so we're going to have a program to treat trauma. I heard once, I read about one person saying, well, we're going to have a a program and laws to eliminate poverty. We want to eliminate racism after, you know, slavery had officially ended. So let's, let's amend the sacred document, the U.S. Constitution, and let's eliminate it and give everyone freedom. So 13th Amendment says, we're now dealing with freedom. You have it all that you need. Then go to the 14th and the 15th, giving you voter rights, giving you equality. That was supposed to mitigate the trauma of having been a slave in the first place. But what it did to create a new belief system where others participated in a concept of freedom that did not really exist in the way that they thought it existed. It was an illusion. Now, if no one is addressing the trauma in you, what are you going to do about the trauma except keep it? Keep the trauma. Say that millions of people are discriminated against this country because of their race and color. And everyone in a position of power say it's not true. That's not true. So we don't want to talk about it. We don't want to talk about the trauma of generational toxicity because it has not been decided, has not been identified by society as an, as an illness. And you can't really put your finger on the symptoms. They are so varied, so widespread, and they're all invisible. So you know, you know, you can see a person, a president of the United States, like Barack Obama, for example, totally traumatized by trauma, going through all kinds of things to destroy himself. And you say, well, he's accomplished something in society. Yes, he did. And that has been the mindset that we have propagated over time. That if we can accomplish something in the social construct, the society where we're living with the the basis of freedom being identified within the social construct, then we will have achieved something. Well, I'm here to tell you that trauma can be treated. Trauma in the mind. By recognizing mind contains consciousness. It's not the brain. You can operate on the brain because you can see it. You can't operate on the mind 
You have to treat the mind. And in treating the mind, you get to the place of understanding consciousness. When you acquire, self, or I should say, when you use self-acquired intuitive knowledge, meaning you discover a new knowledge that originates outside of all of the knowledge that you have heard about. And this is the knowledge, self-acquired intuitive knowledge, that leads you to the consciousness of truth, where you understand that before the social construct was created, it was knowledge being whole, perfect, and complete. That's like, whoa, that's a lot. And you can say, well, I wasn't there when all of this stuff came about. No, you weren't. But, but since you live in the past and you believe all of the things in the past, I just wanted to throw out to you that before all of the things in the past were created by human knowledge, there was another awareness of being whole, perfect, and complete, colorless, faceless, and formless. And when you get your mind out of the past and accept the truth in you, within you is a consciousness greater than the one in the social construct. And when you spend time understanding the consciousness, the same amount of time that you're going to spend understanding philosophy, medicine, psychology, all of the things, history, some people spend all their time. <laughs> I don't want to minimize it, folks. Some people spend all their time reading history books to become an expert on something that they believe happened in a certain part of, point in time. And they become historians. And then some of them become recognized in, in toxicity story. Then come and ask them, what do you think Abraham Lincoln thought about it? And that historian will try to answer it. So, well, we have a document here. And so forth and so on. That is meaningless, has no value to you if you're hungry today, if you're feeling depressed, if you're angry, if you're unemployed, if you feel that you're shut out of, of society. What matters to you is a way out. And that's why to you today, there's a way out. And the way out, I, I've laid out a, a, a blueprint of some of the work to offer some tools. These tools, these books, these blogs are tools for treat, treating the trauma of generation toxicity. That's what they're about. Using the great power of the mind to open up the mind open up the mind so that you can see other possibilities other than the ones that you have been dealing with in the social construct to maintain the trauma in your life. I, I, for a moment, but there are tools. And when I come back, I'm going to tell you where you can get them. Here's Sister Carol. You're listening to Brother Malcolm Kelly's Powers of the Mind Hour, a Healing of the Mind broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Subscribe to the Healing of the Mind broadcast and become a supporter of Enlightenism. Learn how to use the inner mind power of Enlightenism. 
Enlightenism empowers you to create a new way to think and live. Purchase one of Brother Malcolm Kelly's Enlightenism books from Amazon or go to his blog, Brother Malcolm's Enlightenism Insights. Browse and purchase. You'll be glad you did. Thank you so much, Sister Carol, for those wonderful insights. Brother Malcolm, an author. And I am here with you today to share the information about how to get the tools to treat generation toxicity. Meaning it came from a, another source other than you. It's like a baby being born of a mother that's a drug addict. Everything that the mother eats and drinks and so forth passed on to the child to be. You know, the baby to be. And when a child is born, if the mother's on drugs, the child's going to be on drugs. So when you think about it, if your parents were traumatized, then you're traumatized. Some of them don't believe they're traumatized, and so you work, you work with denying who you really are, denying what is happening to you. Because the goal is to prove to people outside of you that you can fit in to the social construct mindset. So ignoring the trauma, and if you notice, <laughs> if you notice, you never see any ads on television about some psychologist is going to treat the trauma, particularly of African Americans and others who have been impacted by generational toxicity. It impacts everyone. So when you get into someone treating the mind, they offer you traditional things that are generalized, that one plan fits all. Well, that's not true. My trauma different from the trauma of others in the social construct mindset because my tra- trauma is specific, is specific to myself, but it's specific to a way of life. My trauma came from previous generations passing on information to me about could empower me, what could make me uh, overcome a lot of the things that my parents had to endure, preparing me not for freedom from the social construct, but how to fit in, how to be successful in the social construct. And the way people say to be successful in social construct, (laughs) don't pay attention to your pain. Unless it becomes a danger to someone else. <laughs> so the person is not crazy or mentally ill until they become a danger to somebody else. So homelessness has become a, a problem because they let people out of the, the mental institutions. If you think back how most of the homeless started, that they, the, 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 the governor or somebody emptied out all of the things in uh, California, told all of the people, get out of the middle hospitals and on the streets and do the best you can. And then that's what we accepted. We accepted it up until now. Until now, we don't like the way it looks because social media has exposed it to us in a way that the legacy media, as it's called by some, could not do so. And they do it in real time. 
All of this is a trauma that has not been treated. And it's not going to be treated unless you do the work yourself. No matter how many hell marriages you say, no matter how many prayers you pray, no matter how many meditations you do, nothing is going to change until you let go of your dependency on the things that caused the trauma in the first place. And what caused the trauma in the first place? Beliefs values from others about the way you should think and live. And and if you can simplify your life today and stop defending things that other people taught you. Stop become becoming an advocate for those in the past. You don't know anything about the people in the past. Not a single thing. And you're not a historian. And if you are, you cannot find the history of the people that you are talking about. Except what you want to believe. This is an illusion. Make no mistake about it. But the illusion has trauma. It has deep-seated trauma. So that when you get angry and you explode and you wondering where it's coming from, it's coming from an unhealthy mind. It's coming to from a mind that's overwhelmed with generational toxicity, expressing itself as trauma that you're trying to manage without treating. Even the the doctors don't try to manage it without treating it, they want to have some type of treatment plan. And that's what I'm saying to you today. There is a way out. And that's one of the things you, whatever you're feeling about yourself today, just know one thing. There's a way out of the pain, and the way out of the pain runs through your mind, and in your mind is a consciousness of truth that leads to the power that's greater than anything that we conceptualize. And when you understand that power exists within you, then you take it out of being in a place somewhere else, and the domicile is in your mind. Think about it, folks, and become involved in your own life. There are tools. You go to Amazon and just say, Brother Malcolm Kelly's books. And yes, I am asking you to read them because they work. Just because you may not have heard about you hadn't heard about Dr. Sebi and others either until someone that was popular had, had a microphone told us about Dr. Things that are hidden are hidden for a reason because people don't want the information exposed to those who can benefit from it. Thank you so much. I'll be back with you tomorrow. Here's Sister Carol to close us out. Have a great day. You're listening to Brother Malcolm's Healing of the Mind broadcast. He's sharing Enlightenism insights about how to use inner mind power. This broadcast and all of our broadcasts are available on iTunes, Apple, Listen Notes, Facebook, Twitter, and Google. We encourage you to subscribe to this 
life-saving broadcast and become a regular listener. Purchase one of Brother Malcolm's Enlightenism books from Amazon or his blog, Brother Malcolm's Enlightenism Insights. Also, go to our website, www.nationalbyesociety.org and make a tax-deductible donation to support our nonprofit 501c3 organization. Thank you for listening. Everything. It's been a long